All right, this is Chandra with the Contemporary Horsemanship Company podcast, and today I wanted to talk about trailer loading using positive reinforcement. So most people are more familiar with trailer loading with negative reinforcement, so like um, lunging their horse to get them in, just pulling on the halter, that kind of way, and there's many different methods or forms of doing it, Um, and some of them are very successful for certain types of horses, but I just wanted to go over the positive reinforcement just because I find it a lot easier and a lot less stressful for both me and the horse, so I just wanted to share that with you guys. So, um... I find the positive reinforcement helps because I'm not forcing the horse to do anything. Um, I think a lot of them just know your intentions. And when you, when you start to ask for a little bit more, um, they can feel trapped, especially with the trailer, um, let alone just regular exercises. Um, and with the positive reinforcement, you really have to break it down into little pieces And they're getting something else out of the experience versus just no pressure. So for me trailer loading, I would use some kind of treat my horse like. So um, carrots or grain or alfalfa pellets, that's what I usually use. Um, Depends on the horse and how food motivated they are. Um, But the first thing I like to do is just work on the approach to the trailer. Um... The approach is really where all your problems start. So once you get going toward it, the horse sees a trailer and they're like, oh, nope, I know what this means. Like, I don't want to be trapped in there. I don't want to go somewhere. They just really associate that with other stressors. Um, They just don't want to deal with it. So that's usually where all your issues come from. So I guess before your approach, um, make sure your leading is good. So they can lead on a halter and lead rope. You have to have that before you can trailer load. Um, So make sure you have that and then introduce your horse to positive reinforcement. I've talked about it more in other podcasts, just how to click or train your horse, know what the click means or your sound or whatever you want to use for the um, marker um, signal. And then make sure you have enough um, treats or feed for your session. And then I would also make sure your sessions are nice and short. Um, Forcing your horse to do anything um, makes them resentful and then doing things for a really long time makes them resentful just kind of like if you're in a class that you don't really like and then it goes on for eternity and you just hate it even more um like doing things you don't like in little brief um time time periods helps you I think and then with the positive reinforcement I really want to help change the horse's mind to where they start to like this like oh this is a good idea so Um, one of the most important things about this is that you're going to break it down into little tiny steps. Um, lots of other popular ways of getting horses into the trailer do break it down, but not enough. Like they usually will have you come up to the trailer, let the horse sniff the trailer, ask for their front feet, ask for their hind feet, and then start shutting them in. And then when they don't comply, um, either putting pressure on them with the halter or whip or rope or, um, lunging the horse. So I'm not against any of these things. I just thought this was easier way. I've done it with my horses and there's a lot less physical exertion and stress on both ends. So I just wanted to kind of share this way with you a little bit. So this is going to give your horse a bit more um, like options, a few more options. They're going to have a more choice in the matter. Like obviously you're still going to load them in the trailer and cooperate with you, but they feel like they have more options versus you just kind of pulling them toward it. So 
First is your approach. You want to make sure that the horse isn't super nervous. So as you're walking toward it, pay attention to his body language. Does he raise his head up? Do his eyes get a little bigger? Does he, does his nostrils widen a bit? Is he, is he like breathing harder, looking around? Is he not wanting to go forward or is he trying to run away? All these things are, he's telling you that this is not a good situation for him. He, he's getting nervous just approaching that and you need to work on that part first. So I wouldn't even open the door yet. Like just walk him toward the trailer. This could be for some horses, like Oh, you just walk up there, take two seconds. Others who've had like traumatic experiences in the trailer or maybe never have seen one before, this is going to take a little bit longer. But if you can't get the horse to come up to the trailer um, easily, then there's no reason to try to put him in there. So first is your approach. When you see the horse show you any of those signs that I just mentioned where he's getting a little worried, a little nervous, just let him sit there. Just stop walking. Let him sit there and relax. If you Once you see him relax a little bit, he lowers his head, licks his lips, blinks his eyes, brings his focus back to you a little bit, then just turn and walk away. So you don't want to continue going forward. You want to bring that stimulus away from him. And since you can't move the trailer, you're going to move him away. So you're going to repeat that until you can get up to the trailer itself. So with the positive reinforcement, um, you can also, once he walks up to the trailer and then gets a little bit closer the next time, you can click him there and reward him for getting up closer. Or you continue with the approach and retreat, as I just mentioned. The way I do the positive reinforcement is more of an addition here or there. Um, I don't like necessarily doing positive reinforcement for every little thing. So for that, for that, for to me means I'm not going to click him for like, okay, he went five steps to the trailer and then he got worried. So then, um, next time he went five, six steps to the trailer and I clicked him and then seven steps to the trailer and I clicked him. I don't do that for every horse unless they're really, really, really bad. So I would do that for a horse, um, for example, for my Mustangs who are don't know anything, when I first started to touch them, when I first started to pick their feet up, every like second longer that I could touch them, then I clicked and rewarded. Most domestic horses do not need that amount of breaking down. So just in general, it's going to speed stuff up with a horse that's domestic, not wild or crazy or anything like that. Um, and you can just kind of make a little bit more progress than you could breaking it down more for a horse that doesn't need it. So that's all I'm trying to explain is breaking it down is great. Knowing when to do it is really key. So the Mustangs, very key. One that's very high strung, very worried, has had traumatic events happen in the past. That's where you really need to break it down more. The regular everyday horse, not so much. That's the only difference. I don't need him to go one step, touch a cone, another step, touch a cone. I'm just trying to integrate it more into regular training, um, quote, regular training, like just regular horsemanship training versus um, its own thing. I want it to be more integrated into the whole system. So that's what I'm trying to explain. Um, so once you get to the trailer, I don't use a lot of cones, but with the trailer, I am going to use them because it just, it makes my life easier. So I first will have the horse to target the trailer. So door is still closed. I'm going to just have him touch the trailer. So there's a couple ways you can do that. You can ask him to move forward with your lead rope. And then if the horse is curious, he'll touch the trailer. When he does, you can click and feed him. 
if he's a little worried um, and he's just reaching toward it, you can reward that and build up to teaching it. If he targets your hand or like a riding crop or another sort of target, you can have him touch that and then put it on the trailer and he'll kind of transfer to the trailer. Um, so there's a few different ways that you can do that depending on the horse and how fearful he is. Um, usually just walking up there and asking him to touch it will do the trick. So I want him to make sure that he can investigate it and sniff it and it's fine. It's not a big deal. So I do this from all angles too. Obviously the back end of the trailer is the most important. That's where the horse goes in, but I just want him to be comfortable. We don't need to spend a lot of time there, but he can touch the back of the trailer, touch the side, touch the front. He's fine. So my trailer is situated where it's up against my arena. So I have a specific gate for the trailer. So I have a gate that you go into the arena so you can ride and whatnot. And then there's another gate and the trailer is backed up to that. So I can open up the gate to the arena. I can open up the back door to my trailer and I can load from my arena. And that helps me just with training. I don't have a lot of space in my house and um, having the trailer just like in the grass was just kind of getting more annoying and not dangerous, but the grass would be slippery and it was just kind of harder to work with and then with the training it's easier when they're in an arena and they can also be loose in the arena so um, that's just another factor for that and I really like where it's positioned it really helps out and then some kind of emergency since I have Mustangs and at one point they didn't trailer and you could kind of just chase them in there and you could go if you needed to go so that's where I have my trailer but for certain horses I do like to load them loose and not what I just explained where I ran them in there, that's just for like if there was a hurricane or something or a fire or whatever. Um, but for the adding, letting the horse have a choice, I, I, will, I liked him at some point, not necessarily the beginning, but at some point to, to choose to go into the trailer on their own. And I like to test that by them being loose and it just helps when they're in a confined area. You don't have to have it in your arena. It's not in it, it's next to it. But you can also have like, wherever you park your trailer, you can have like a little electric fence around it and you can do it that way as well. So once your horse has touched the trailer with the doors closed, then I would go back to the back of the trailer and then open the back door and then go ahead and do the same thing. Have him come up to it. He might be a lot more frightened once the back gate is open or the doors are open, especially if he's been trailer before and he's had a poor experience with it. So you just want to go through the same process once he goes up there and he's um, investigating the trailer, touching the trailer, I would click and feed for that. And depending on the level of fear, depends on how fast you're going to go through this process. So once they see, once you see that your horse isn't really worried, he's not looking around, he's not trying to run away or do anything like that, then you could continue to the next step. So once your horse is touched just the inside, like the floor of the trailer, the sides of it while the door is open you want them to investigate so if he wants to lick the sides if he wants to paw at it bite the sides like that's totally fine in the beginning so I want him to explore it make sure it's safe because to them it's like a dark cave and horses don't go into dark caves they don't go over bridges and over scary things naturally that's not something that they they do um so I want them to investigate but some horses later on, once you go further down in the training and you're working on getting in and out and the horse has already been inside the trailer, that's when I do let them 
do less investigating um, because I think they use that little bit as a crutch. They're like, look at me, I can pause the trailer and like the trailer and you'll give me a treat for it versus I really have to go in there and I don't really want to. So that's just something to think about um, not rewarding in the future, but it is important to do in the beginning. So another important thing about this part, and you can do this with negative reinforcement as well, is allowing the horse to walk away. So a lot of times if you're training, you're, you're too focused on the end goal and getting the horse in and like getting him in, shut the door. Okay, we did it. Um, instead of walking away, letting the horse have a mental break, just making sure he's okay. Just that walking away, it helps their attitudes toward the trailer so much. They know they can get out, they can leave if they want to, and they just don't feel like they're being trapped as much. And then once you go on with the positive reinforcement, you're kind of, they know that going inside is where they get all the food and the great things. And so then you're like, oh, well, we're going to, like if they don't stand as quietly or do whatever little thing once you're inside as good as you want, they'd be like, hey, well, you know what, let's get out. And it's not a punishment, but it's a little bit of like, I'm going to take away something you like a lot now. So it just kind of helps you further down the line and it kind of changes its meaning once you've um, used the positive reinforcement and um, got them used to it. So um, later on, I'll be like, um, if my horse is like, doesn't want to stand in the right spot or does something a little like that, I'll be like, oh, well, you know, I think I feel like getting out. So then I'll hop her out and then we'll go for a walk. And then by the time, like, as soon as I turn around and come back to the trailer, like, um, the horses will start speeding up because they're like, oh, I want to go back in that trailer, get my treat. So it's just a little bit of reverse psychology, but it definitely helps. So in the beginning, you definitely need to give your horse a mental break and it will help you as well. So once your horse has gone through these first three steps, the next step is going to be just putting one foot in the trailer. Horses will usually put the same foot in the trailer. So if they're going to investigate, like they'll put their right foot up and then they'll get out and they'll put the right foot back up again. That's totally fine. Um, They can use that same foot. Um, I don't necessarily need them to try with each foot. I just want them to be comfortable doing it. So from this part, after the investigation, they've... They've explored the front part of, or the, yeah, the very front of the trailer, which is your back. So when you're trailer loading, that's going to be your front part of your trailer. And then the back is going to be the inside. So this is where I start adding in the cones. So obviously you're going to have to pre-train your horse to touch a cone. So I just say target and the horse touches the cone, they give him a treat. So it's the same thing as a regular target, like a handheld target, um, just a little orange cone. And it's helpful um, for a couple of reasons. So it depends on the horse, obviously. Um, for the horses that I've recently done, the cone was the target and it also helped when the horse went to touch it, the horse had to lower her head. So that also helped to calm her down a little bit because she was really nervous about going in there at first. So she'd touch the cone really quick and then pull her head back up so she could look out the window. And it really helps you gauge where they are when the cone is on the ground versus like using your hand as a target or a handheld target. If your horse is so worried that they can't touch the target on the ground, either you went too far and you need to go back Or then I would use a handheld target because if they're not even to the point where they can touch it on the ground, then it doesn't matter that you're putting them in that position because they can't even do it. So something to think about depending on the horse. 
Um, I would start out with the target as a cone on the ground if the horse is really reluctant to touch it on the ground in the trailer only and not anywhere else so that you're clear that he understands what you're asking. He's just afraid. Then I would go to the handheld target. And then once he's confident with a handheld target in the trailer, then I would go back to the cone. So that's just something to think about with that. So I would ask him here, once they've investigated, they're lined up with the trailer, put the cone in, you're going to have them touch it while they're they have all four feet outside of the trailer. Then you're going to slide it in slightly to where they have to kind of reach with their nose, but they can comfortably reach with their nose by stretching their neck out and not having to move their feet. So then I would do that a few times once they're consistent touching that cone with their neck. Then I would push it to where they have to step in to touch the cone. So then you're saying, you know, you're setting them up to choose without forcing them. So you could say, so you set up your cone, you ask them the target, then they have to reach out, and then they have to pick up one foot and touch it. So then once they do that, you're going to treat them like I would give them a jackpot, give them a few handfuls of whatever you have, and then take them out of the trailer. So that kind of sets them up so then you're not pulling them in, they don't feel as pressured, they kind of have that choice. Now, some horses are not going to make that choice. They're going to be like, eh, that's too far, I'm not going to go in there. That's Okay. Um, but that, that's just that communication that they give you to, to help you go in the right direction. So are you going too fast? Is the, um, the food not a high enough reward? Um, do you need to switch from alfalfa to grain? Do you need to switch up to a high value treat? Um, and I would also do that, that move where you move the cone a little bit out of reach to where they have to reach with their foot. Um, kind of toward the beginning of a session so the horse isn't already somewhat getting full they're still kind of excited like oh what can I do to get this food so then they have a little bit more motivation to touch it because some horses um they have that fear instead and they don't want to touch it so those are a couple things to think about and also make sure if he's trying to get toward the cone and thinking about lifting the foot to to reward that the foot doesn't have to go all the way into the trailer and touch it as long as you start shaping that behavior so he's leaning forward and he maybe starts to pick up his foot I would click that and then kind of shape it as he lifts it up closer to the trailer and kind of get it up to that behavior versus just waiting for the foot some horses are going to be really easy and you move that cone and they're going to hop in so it kind of depends on your horse but these are the steps and then if your horse is really bad just kind of how to get through them and be successful so once you have the one foot on consistently so that means the cone's in the same place. You ask them to target. They step in with one foot. And then you can feed and reward them. And they're touching that cone with their head down. And they're fairly relaxed. So that means they touch the cone. If they bring their head up to look out the windows, I'm okay. As long as they can reach down to touch the cone, that's all right. And then they also need to get out of the trailer. So depending on the horse, um, a lot of them have a fear of getting out because they can't see behind them especially if you have a trailer that's a step down they can have a lot of anxiety with that because they you know they don't know when it's coming and then they feel like they're just falling out of the trailer and it's scary so the first part where you practice that is with that one foot and just ask them to back out so for me you can use a target like um, your hand or a handheld target to guide them backward out of the trailer if you want for me I just use the lead rope and then ask them to back out because that's what I'm going to use um, every day when I'm just eventually just trailer loading them. That's what they're going to deal with. Um, if they go to different homes, that's what they'll do. So that's what I teach them. 
So I just put backward pressure on the halter, ask them to step down, and then I will click them and reward them a couple of times um, for getting out of the trailer as well and listening to that backup cue. For, so for a key for me is I make both getting in and coming out very positive, and by that I mean they get food rewards for both, but they get twice as much like positive reinforcement for being in than they do out. So they do get a reward, but I definitely want being in there to be super, super good place, and I want that to be a magnet of theirs. So now that you have that part, you can do two feet on. So again, I would move the cone a little bit closer inside the trailer and then the horse will step in with one foot and then step in with two foot or they might just jump in with two feet and be halfway and halfway out. That's perfect. Either way is fine. Um, so I want the two feet in, touch the cone, they get a few handfuls of feed, great. I ask them to back out, we'll go walk for a second. So maybe go walk out around a jump, walk around your arena for a lap wherever I would at least give yourself like 30 seconds to just walk and then come back so um really this is your like halfway point um as far as getting in um really once they're good with the first two feet the some horses will not want to do the rest of their body and you can really be, it's like a hump. So you've gotten the first two feet in and you're like, oh yeah, I'm doing this good. And then the last two feet can be really hard. Um, and they they might be really reluctant to put those feet in because then they feel like they can't get out of the situation faster. So um, once you get past this point, then I feel like things really speed up a lot more. This is kind of the hump part, even though it's not halfway down the steps, but I just feel like things... Um, get easier from here once you get over this hump. So doing two feet on and off the trailer is also important. You want to make sure the horse can come on consistently with two feet and then come off consistently when you ask and gently. So the horse hops in, just steps on two feet, touches his cone. A few times when you ask, you treat him and feed him and let him look around if he wants and then just kind of let him sit there because you don't want to hurry him you want it to be a nice peaceful place for him and then go ahead and ask him to back out nice and gently he can take his time and then he hops out he gets a treat again then you can go for a walk so you want to do that very consistently I want him to do that at least five times perfectly so that's your clean loop he went inside when you asked he touched his cone when you asked he backed out when you asked and everything was really really good so I want five really good times before you ask for that third foot. So the third foot, I really want to break it down to that because I don't want him to go from two to four. I want to make sure that he can go from two feet on to three feet and then four feet. And I feel like that helps with backing out of the trailer as well because they tend to think a little bit more and when you mark a behavior with a click or like a good, like if you're using a voice cue, it really does slow them down. So it's easier to train to step on with three feet with positive reinforcement than it is with negative reinforcement. So once the horse is consistent with the two feet, again, you're going to move your cone back a little bit and then they'll go and try a little bit harder. And then I really want, as soon as that one hind foot lifts up, click and reward that. You want to start shaping that hind foot coming up and stepping on your trailer or coming up the ramp. So if you have a ramp, you're going to pretend that you don't. So um, depending on your horse and their fear levels, you're going to break down this a little bit more. 
So if your horse is worried about your ramp, you're going to pretend your trailer starts at the end of your ramp and you're going to do all this stuff on your ramp and then into your trailer. If your horse does not have a fear issue with the, tra- with the ramp, we're going to pretend the ramp does not exist and you're going to go like the horse will be on the ramp and then work on the trailer part. So regardless, it doesn't exist. Either it's going to be pretend this is part of the trailer for a fearful horse or the horse will be on the ramp and then we're going to work on the trailing part. So it depends on the horse. Um, Part of that approach with your ramp down is important. So um, see how they feel about it at that point and then train accordingly to that. If they're really worried like, oh my gosh, I can't put my foot on this ramp. That's terrifying. Then you're going to pretend that is the end of the trailer and work up from there. Um, If not, then they can just walk right onto it. Great. Sometimes the ramp's not the issue. It's the darkness and the closed-inness of the trailer. Um, Once you have the three feet, again, good five times at least where the horse consistently puts three feet on and then can back out nicely, um, then you can move on to four feet. So once the horse is in with all four feet, um, sometimes they can panic at that point because they're like, oh my gosh, I've been here. Like, it's scary. They might want to hop out. They might want to turn around and get out. Um, they might not do anything. They might freeze. So there's all lots of options there. And you just want to be aware of them because the whole horse is in your trailer now. So I have a stock trailer. It's open and it has the two dividers because it's a three horse. So there's a lot of space in there. Um, they could definitely turn around. So I have bigger horses. They can turn around in there and they can get out real fast. (laughs) So, and that's not fun for either one of us because the horse, um, they have that adrenaline rush and then they get out. And so they kind of have a reward there and we don't want that. We really want to prevent them from turning around and getting out. If they do, it's not the end of the world. Sometimes you can't stop them. They're, they're going out, they're going out with positive reinforcement. It does not happen very much at all because you've built this up. It shouldn't happen. Um, there, you know, there could be a certain circumstance where something scary happens or whatever. Like I would be aware that it could happen, but it usually won't. Um, with negative reinforcement, it does happen a lot more. So I would just be aware that that is a possibility. Um, obviously if you have a straight load trailer, then that's not going to happen. Um, but you do have other things to worry about with those straight loads. The horse could jump up into the manger. They could try to turn around and get stuck because there's not enough space. There's just other options that could happen in that environment as well. So um, when the horse is four feet in, I would definitely jackpot them, give them a lot of handfuls of their treat, and then end them for the day. Um, Every time they make really good improvement, I'll give them a jackpot and then I'll end them and then we'll do it later that day or the next day or whenever. I just want to really end on a good note. That's super important. So once the horse is in four feet, all four feet, I want to, I'm not going to say, okay, let's go to the front of the trailer because I have the th- a three horse trailer. So there's another horse, um, horse length at least before the horse is in the front slot of my trailer. Um, I'm not going to worry about that. The Penny I trained to get on the trailer in my thoroughbred, she stayed at the end of the trailer for quite a few sessions before we started moving upwards. So it really depends on the horse. So she was in, but I, I didn't need to move her up further until she was relaxed and she wasn't completely relaxed. She would touch the cone and her head would go up and she'd look out the window and she would just kind of get tense. She didn't run out of there, but she was worried. And so there are slighter 
um, messages that they're sending you with their body language that come way before running out of the trailer or backing out or anything like that. And we just got to watch for those first. So for feeding consistently, we definitely want that. And then we're going to move up the cone by just a little bit. So probably the same amount that you use to get one foot in. So I would say roughly um, a foot or two, depending on the horse and your fear area. Um, it's going to be a lot faster in a straight load because you just have that one horse space. It's going to be a little bit longer in a bigger trailer, especially if you have something that's like a seven horse or something like that, that it's going to take a little bit longer. You don't have to go all the way in the front. You could put a one of the dividers and load them in there. But if you really want your horse solid, I would make sure that they could go up front if they need to. But that's just going to take a little bit longer the longer your trailer is. Um, but I would just make sure that you slide that cone up just incrementally, just as you have before. You don't want to slide it way up there and then they get scared and then they're worried about going back in there again. You just don't want to freak them out. You want the cone to be good. You want the trailer to be good. Everything to stay positive. So... From there, you're just going to work your way up. Like So then once you have four feet in, you slide your cone up a foot or two. Can you touch it there and stay relaxed? Great. Can you back out? Great. Can you do that consistently five times? Then I would move your cone up. So if he's worried in any way, I wouldn't move the cone up. So my ideal before I move on is I lead the horse up there. I don't have to pull on the lead rope. I don't have to give any cues. We just walk into the trailer. And I walk in because I have a three-horse trailer. So I have to go in the trailer, shut the divider. Um, you don't necessarily have to walk in if you have like a straight load two-horse. You can, I think it's a little bit easier because you can go in there, you can throw their lead rope over, shut the bet bar, shut the doors. But that's kind of up to you. So we go in there. I don't have to ask them to go in. They just go in. All four feet hop in, and then they go to their cone, they touch their cone, they stay relaxed, they're not moving their head really quickly, they're not looking around, they're not breathing heavy, their eyes aren't really wide, they're staying nice and relaxed, just like they would outside of the trailer. If they can do that five times and back out nice and relaxed, so I ask them to back out, they back out at a nice pace, they're not rushing, then um, we can get all the way out, walk them around, come back. That is something where I'm like, okay, you're good. Let's move on to the next part. If the horse has an issue with backing out, go back to the three feet. That's where you're going to fix it. Um, is Okay, they picked up one foot, one hind foot, and then they got out. And then they picked up another hind foot, and they got out. And that one, you kind of want the horse to do use both hind feet just to kind of mimic that. But that's where you're going to fix the backing out problem. So um, then you want to just continue this method of moving your cone up until you're all the way up to the front part of the trailer. So in my trailer, I have the like metal divider that's like a whole wall that um, divides my the horse part from my tack room. So it's a nice solid wall. From that part, I start having them target that wall instead of the cone because I'm going to move them into position. So from that part, they're still straight in the trailer. They're just facing straight. From there, the next step is for them to face like parallel to me so where they can face out the window. So they'll be slanted. So I get rid of the cone at this point because I don't want the cone while I'm teaching them to stand 
in the like trailer slot. So, and they're parallel to me and they're slanted. Um, I don't want their head down. I want their head up. I want them looking out the window. I want them eating other hay bag. Um, and I want them targeting the side of the trailer or like in the trailer there. So I want that part, like being in that little area to be comforting and, and they know that they get a reward doing that. So this is the point where I get rid of the cone. Um, for a straight load horse trailer, if you have a manger, you can get rid of the cone and have them target the manger. Some horses have just like, or some horse trailers have just a trailer up front or have an open space up front where your tack room is in a two horse. So you have like the chest bar and then there's just like open space where you can store your stuff. Um, I would have them target the wall or the divider bar in the middle. Have them have one of those things become your target. Um, cause I'd like to get the cone out of there too, because with the chest bar, you're not, they're, they're not going to be able to lower their head to touch it. So that's where you start making your transition from the cone to targeting the trailer itself. And they'll already know this from when you first originally showed them the trailer and they targeted the outside. So it'll be something they're used to. Um, and they can go from there. So the horse is straight. I'm going to do the same process, but I'm going to kind of do it a little bit slower at first so I'm gonna take the cone away and then I'm gonna ask the horse to just touch the wall and usually they get that pretty fast and I'll just reward touching that wall a little bit more than I did the cone just to kind of build up its positiveness um, and then from there I'll go through and make sure the horse can get all the way in walk up to the front of the trailer touch it stand there relaxed hang out okay they're fine great I want it to do that five times and they can back out relaxed as well obviously then I'll move on to getting them in position um, at the slant. So again, I'm going to do it a little bit slower, ask them to target about middle way down the wall and just kind of start getting their shoulders in position. And then pretty quickly, they already know, like I ask them to target in the corner, um, on the front slot there and they stand there right in the position they need to be. Um, from that spot, when they're parallel and they're in the correct position to shut the divider, I make that the best spot in the whole world. So they go in there, they get a whole bunch of food, I hop them out, they get a little reward, we walk around, they come back in, and I repeat that. And we're going to keep doing that. So once the horse is into that position you want them to be, um, the next step is for them to stay there while you move around. So in, this, in all of them, honestly, if you're loading by yourself, you're going to have to, the horse is going to have to stand there for a second, especially in a slant load while you back up and shut the divider. And that is where I've had issues with horses in the past because I would go to shut the divider and the horse was like, nope, this is not something I want to do. And then they're out of there and they're backing over you and, and then we have problems. So um, I just like to make sure that they can stand there and they're relaxed and they're like, this is okay. I'm okay. And then we can shut the divider and nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets scared. Same thing goes for the straight load trailer. So we want the horse, obviously if you had a helper, you could hold the horse and they could shut the divider or the butt bar. But ideally you want the horse to stay there on their own accord anyway, because you want them to be that relaxed that they're like, this is fine. I can stay here. They feel confident in being in there because they're going to have to be in there by themselves sometimes too. <clears throat> so I just like the horse to stand there. You can walk back, shut the butt bar. Great. That's what you want. Or if you're in a slant load, um, they can stay there. You can shut the divider. If you have just an open stock, you can have the horse stand there, tie up. You go shut the back door. 
So any variation of that, the stay is super important. Um, <clears throat> again, I like to do the stay in various um, phases. So um, first, the horse will stay up in the front. So they're in the front. They're in the correct position. I'll just take a step back. I'll click. I'll go forward. I'll feed them. Then I'll repeat that about five times when they're fine with that. Then I'll take two steps back. And then I'll keep doing that till I'm all the way at the edge of the trailer. So for that, I definitely recommend using like a long lead rope so you can still have control of them just in case. Um, but they're not like they don't feel trapped. If the horse um, in the beginning, I definitely make sure that I have the lead rope. Once the horse is relaxed, then I'll just put it over their neck and then shut the divider. But in this beginning stage, I want to make sure I have the horse just in case. Um, some horses will step towards you. Or they'll just kind of come out of alignment a little bit because they want to follow you. Or when you go to feed, they'll back up towards you to get closer to them. Just don't feed that. Ask them the target and then feed them when they're up in the front positioning. And you don't want to reward that backing up towards you. Really, really want to reward the stay. So once you can do this in all the steps till you get to the end of your trailer, the next part is you um, get out of sight of the horse. So at that point, um, also in the beginning, I always go ahead and trailer load with a breakaway halter or leather halter, just in case. I have the dividers in my trailer, so I'm just worried that they could get caught on something. And I want to make sure that everything, if it did happen, we'll just break the halter, it's okay. So for this, I definitely make sure you have one of those on um, because I'm going to go to the end of my rope, the end of the trailer. I'm going to, the whole time I've been practicing this, I'm just going to have the end of the rope and the rope's going to be on the ground. So they don't have a huge change in slack once you start going out of sight. So I'm just going to drop the rope on the ground and I'm just going to go around the side of the trailer for a second, click, come right back in. So you got to just build it up nice and gradually. Then once you can do that, go to about the middle of the trailer, click, come back in. Then the goal would be go all the way around to the horse where he is on the outside and then feed him from the outside of the trailer. So then they're used to you leaving and them standing there and it's, it's okay. So you can go around, feed them. They can stay all by themselves. They Then when you come back in, tell them they're great. Give them a few handfuls of grain. That's fantastic. So once you can do that and you're really solid in that, that's where you want to start messing with the dividers. So the horse can stay whenever you want while you're inside the tra trailer. Um, and you can back out of the trailer and leave the trailer. You're in really good shape. Um, I'd also make sure that you can touch the horse. So the horse might be afraid of touching like with the divider, like behind his um, butt or on his sides. Make sure you can touch him there first. So just have your lead rope, touch him there while he's standing um, in position and just do some desensitizing and reward him for standing still while you touch him. Then go ahead and start messing with the dividers. So I like to just move them at first or the one divider. So I'll just start moving a little bit so it makes some noise. So move that for a second, click reward, build that up. And to, to, you can just come in there, kind of move the dividers around. The horse doesn't care. It's fine. Okay. You feed him a treat. Good. Then I start opening it very slightly. So I'll go like have lead the horse in. She gets into her spot, back up like you normally did. And then I'll go ahead and just open the divider just a little bit to where like it's just a few inches from where it was. They'll click and I'll feed. Do that to where you can do that five times in a row and the horse stays relaxed. Then I'll move it to where it's a foot from the wall. And then it's a foot and six inches and it's two foot from the wall. 
and we're just going to keep building until you can shut the divider um, without locking it. So I just have it shut, click, open, and then I'll go feed the horse. And I'll do that every time until the horse is completely fine with that. Then um, I'm still not going to close it completely. I'm going to shut the divider and I'm going to wait and I'm just going to count to five. And then I'll go in there and feed the horse. Then I'll count to 10. I just want to count to like 30 and then I'll shut the divider because I want the horse to not anticipate. So really at this point, the horse should be fine. You could probably go in there and just shut the divider and they'll probably be okay. But I want to make sure. I don't want all the training that I've done to just be like the horse hits the divider and is like, oh crap, that's scary. Um, so I want to give myself time to to make sure I can shut the divider and I want the horse time to get used to the divider moving and shutting and all that going on. So that's why I shut the divider and I count to 30 and then I open it because that gives me the time once I am trailer loading to where I can shut it and then you know mess with the hook or the closure and if it's rusty it doesn't go like then I'm not freaking out there and like having that energy for the horse to pick up on so I've already trained that in when you count to 30 like that's your time to like shut it shouldn't take you 30 seconds to shut the latch that's why I'm just adding in the time so if it does get stuck or something you're not panicking because you've already trained that in so once you can shut it count to 30 and the horse is fine then I go ahead and shut the divider so at that point the horse should be good with all the other previous stuff and he shouldn't hit the divider and scare himself. He might, it's possible. Um, but with all the positive stuff you've been doing, you might go back a couple steps, but you're not going to go back to where the horse is like, I'm not going back in there again. So you want to just try to make everything as positive as possible. So from that, shut the divider and then I would count to 10, open divider, feed the horse. Then do that five times and then shut the divider, count to 20, feed the horse. And then I would do that till, again, I can build up. I shut the shut the divider, count to 30, he's fine and while I'm standing there. Great. Then I'm going to move on and do the same thing with the stay but with the divider shut. So shut the divider, lock it, and then I'm going to back up a step and then count to 30, go back feed the horse. And then I'm going to continue to do this until I'm at the end of the trailer. So the horse is used to waiting. They're used to being in the divider and they can feel it on their their sides and whatnot and used to you moving away because you're going to still have to shut that back door. So if you have a slant load, you got to shut the slant and then shut the back door. If you have a straight load, you're going to have to shut the butt bar and then shut the back door or bring up the ramp to shut the door. So it's going to be a variation, but it's, it's very similar. So You want to do that until you can get all the way to the back of the trailer and then you're going to shut the back door. So the horse is already going to be restrained, but I don't want to worry them because in either situation with different types of trailers, it's still going to be scary. So with with my trailer, it's got like a big back door. It's dark. Like once that door shuts, there's a lot less light, so it can be scary. So I want to just you know, just like I did with the divider, just shut it a couple feet, not shut it, like move it a couple feet, click, go back in there, open the divider, feed the horse. And every time you open and close that divider, you're just practicing. Like it's just really great practice for the horse. Um, and opening the divider is going to build more confidence in them too, because they're like, oh, well, the divider's going to open in a second. So they're going to be least likely to hit the divider and be like, oh my God, I'm trapped forever. So 
That's just really something very good for the horse to practice. So I'm going to repeat that and then go to the back door, shut it another extra foot. So now it's, it's been moved two feet closer to being shut and then three feet and then four foot. And then I shut it all the way, but I'm not going to lock it. I'm going to click while the door is shut. Every time I'm going to click while I'm doing that movement because it's important. It's the opposite of negative reinforcement. So as the divider shuts, I click and then I take it away. So, or as the door shuts or whatever it is that you're doing, just so the horse knows what you are doing right now is what I like and I'm going to reward you for it. So I shut the door, click, open the door, go back in there, open the divider, feed the horse, then shut the divider, go back, and then I'll go back and shut the door all the way. Then I'll click for that because I want to break that sound part down too because shutting the back door is going to sound scary too. So that's why I'm doing that. Um, And then from there... You can shut the divider, back out, shut the back door all the way, then go up to the front, feed the horse, and then that's where you would start. Um, well, you could you could do it in the dividers too. So it depends on your trailer. <laughs> so you can start desensitizing to the horse to tying up, or you can start tying your horse then, or putting in your hay net or your hay bag or whatever you have up there. So you can do that from in your divider if that's a little bit easier if you have like a swing door or window up front you can do it from outside kind of depends but that's the point where you start desensitizing your horse to that kind of stuff so um for me that would be the point where I desensitize them to tying so my horse already ties like I'll use a blocker tie ring in the um, trailer so really at that point I'm just tying them there and in my trailer, I mean, the only point of tying is to not have their head on the ground because they can't really move. There's You can't back up or go anywhere in there. So I don't really um, need to do a whole lot of desensitizing with the tying. I'll put the rope in the tie ring and then I'll um, repeat that whole process where they just kind of stand in their tied um, while I shut the back door. You just want to make sure that you don't have them tied while you open the divider because you don't want the horse to think oh, okay, well, I can back out. They probably won't with this form of training, but they could. And then they hit the rope and then they scare themselves. You definitely don't want that. But um, from that point, I would just add in the tying, shut the door. They might feel the rope. You can go outside the trailer and and feed them from there, go around the trailer, and then just kind of add in the amount of time that they stand tied in the trailer. And I wouldn't do it for like, oh, my horse needs to stand in here for 30 minutes or an hour. Like, that's not really necessary Um, because they already think standing there is a good place. But I would have, like, you can shut your divider, tie your horse in, shut the back door. Or if you tie them in from the outside, whatever it is that you do, tie them in and then go walk around the trailer and then untie them or give them a few minutes while they're tied in and then go click them and reward them and then untie them and this kind of build up your time in there but it doesn't really need to be more than like 10 minutes just to make sure they're okay with with the feeling of tying in there but they should be fine so um also about hay bags so the horse might think like if there's a hay bag I'm definitely going somewhere if there's not we're just practicing so I would add in that hay bag um to your practice. So if you want to add it in before and then you lead your horse in and you and then you load them up from there or if you want to load the horse and then put the hay bag in, doesn't matter, just add it into your training session so the horse doesn't think, you know, something different happens when you were actually going somewhere and then that's kind of a trigger for them. You definitely don't want that. So once you have all that part, everything's good. All the previous steps have 
been gone through, then um, you need to start driving. So same thing with the trigger with the hay bags. When it's attached to your truck, might also be a trigger. So I would go through um, and make sure they're okay with it being attached to your truck. So I wouldn't turn on the truck. Just have it attached to the truck and then just go through, make sure they can go back in there nice and quietly, shut the divider quietly, tie in, all, etc. Um, and make sure they're okay with that just because it is something different. Um, so now then you're going to have to break down the driving part. So you've got the get in the trailer. So the next hurdle is the movement part, which can be a little bit tough. So, um, I like to get them all in. They're all loaded up. The horse is loaded up, turn on the truck, click the horse. So at that point, it's easier if you have a helper. So, I'll like have my husband turn on the truck. I'll click him and I'll feed her. And then I'll just continue to feed her a few times while the truck's running. He'll turn it off. I'll unload her. And then we'll just do that a few times. So that's a good place to start. So they're just like, oh, the truck's running. It's fine. Okay. And then from the next step would be I drive. So my trailer is parked in my arena. So I would drive up past the barn and then take her out there. So she went on a 10 foot trailer ride or not trailer ride, trailer ride. Um, And do that a couple times. Make sure that the horse is cool with that. Then I would take the horse, drive down the street, kind of go around the block, wherever it is that you have, and then come back to the barn. And then the horse can come back to their home area. That is the most important part. So they come back to their home because a lot of horses are scared that like they have had other experiences in the past. They get in the trailer and then they're in a whole nother place and this is their life now. So it's a little scary for them. So you just want to make sure they're cool with that. So they come back and they're always back to their, their barn, their pasture, their where they feel familiar and comfortable and do that and make sure that they're cool with that if they're coming back from a trailer ride and they come back home and they're just like terrified we need to work on that until you take them somewhere else like make sure that's down um before you do something else and then I'll just kind of increase it a little bit so maybe go 20 minutes go around some back roads and then come back to your house but make sure the horse is okay so if they're a little bit worried about riding the trailer it's not the end of the world because obviously I can't be with them inside the trailer while I'm hauling down the road. So that's one of those things with just trying to keep everything positive um, and future experiences positive, then that fear should kind of subside some. Also being a very careful driver. (laughs) Don't drive crazy. Drive like a grandma. Like if you need to be to the horse show in three hours, like leave way ahead of time, leave six hours so you can drive really slow. The horse can settle in, like just make everything as easy as possible. Like it doesn't need to be a race. Try to take roads where there's maybe not a lot of traffic and just like a nice calm driving experience. Just pretend to be grandma because that's going to help your horse. And then this makes everything easier. So If you have a tendency to be late to stuff, like give yourself some extra time so you're not rushing down the road and doing all kinds of things like that. So you definitely want to try not to make a lot of sharp turns or hit the brakes, do stuff like that. So just, you need to just pretend to be grandmas. Uh, It's easy for me because I already drive like a grandma, but um, with the horses, like it's just helpful for everybody if they feel somewhat safe because it's a scary experience riding back there, especially for a horse. So we just want to try to make that as good as possible for them. So your first location you haul out to be haul out to should be a really calm place. So I would call um haul out to a barn, but nothing is going on, there's no clinics, there's no shows, it's just the barn. There's just new barn smells and new horse smells and new sights for the horse. That's what you want. 
go there, unload, walk them around, let them graze, hang out for an hour, load them back up, come home. Do that a few times until a horse is confident with that. Then try a different place that's also quiet and just kind of take them in steps. Then go to like a, a small clinic. Maybe there's a few more horses, a little bit of commotion going on. Then maybe go to like a local horse show and then kind of step it up from there. Um, but I would make sure that you show go to shows, but don't do any showing in the beginning. Or if you're a trail rider, go to trails, but don't do any trail riding in the beginning. Just go on a little adventure. Like just take them out, um, let them graze, see the sights, uh, maybe eat some dinner there. And then like for the horses, um, like braid some grain or some hay, they can just munch on, um, bring water from home that they can feel safe to drink and just let them hang out. So you want it to be like, oh, we're going to have a great time. Like when you, when you want to go to your grandparents, cause there's always like fun things there. You want it to be like that. You don't want their first experience, like going to a show where you get on them and you ride them a bunch and then you show them with all the horses and there's just too much going on. Um, Unless your horse is like, obviously knows how to do things before you just wanted to add in positive reinforcement, then yes, do all the steps. And then if your horse knows how to show, go and show. But if you're rehabbing a horse or just training a horse, you want to make sure that all these experiences are positive first. So your horse should be able to go to a show, you know, get off fairly calmly, settle in decently. And then I would think about starting to show after those experiences have already happened. So the beginning part of this is always the hardest. Um, horses have, um, all, lots of horses have baggage or just bad experiences or just worried about trailers. And that's really where you got to start. Um, I do like at some point during the training, just see if the horse will go in the trailer loose. Then I really know they feel good about it. Um, you don't train that from the beginning. You can, if you want, I don't recommend it just because I don't want the horse turning around or just getting in the wrong place and then starting a bad habit. But about middle of the training or the horse is really feeling positive about the trailer, I would just see if they'll go in there loose. And that doesn't have to mean take off the halter and lead rope. It could just be toss your lead rope over the horse's back and see if he'll go in there. So it just kind of gives you a good estimate of what he really feels about it. Um, and then just build on what type of trailer you have. Like you might have to adjust this a little bit depending on what you have access to. Um, but overall it's generally the same. So, um, hopefully that gives you a good start on trailer loading with positive reinforcement. I will talk about negative reinforcement, um, methods in a different podcast. I just really like this one. It was really helpful. I had horses that would improve with negative re- reinforcement and then just backslide dramatically. And it was just a fight and it was just terrible for both of us. Um, this was much easier, um, so I just wanted to share this. Um, if you have any questions about this, um, you can leave a comment on any of the platforms or I have contemporary horsemanship page, um, website, anything like that. Just leave me a comment, leave me a question, and I can answer it in a separate podcast. So hopefully that gives you some things to think about about trailer loading.